0: Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Show, where we talk all things social media, marketing, and technology to help you find the seekers in your context. Whether you be a mission team or a ministry, it is our hope that you will get the right message in front of the right person, on the right device, and even at the right time. Well, hello, and thanks for being a part of this show. My name is John, and I am thankful, as always, that you are willing to take some time out, and I hope it's worth your time and effort to listen or to watch this show. The Christian Media Marketing Show is all about leveraging technology and social media to find seekers, to find those people that the Holy Spirit is already operating in, that He is calling, that He's active in their life. We want to find those people, help them connect with someone who can give them the spiritual next step for them, who can begin to not only evangelize, but to disciple them from the very beginning. And our hope is that This isn't something that can just stay online, but that as you connect with people, that that conversation, that that evangelism and discipleship can move even offline and can be something where they themselves can be sharing the hope that they find in Jesus to their family, to their neighbors and coworkers and others. I'm of the firm belief that everywhere around the world that the Holy Spirit's at work. I believe with all of my heart that there's not a country that's off limits to God, that He is at work calling people in dreams and in visions, in miracles, in encounters with others, and through digital social media types of outreach. And so it is my hope that as we do this show, that it helps you learn, implement, test, and try to expand the impact of what it is that you're trying to do. I am in no way a believer that technology is the answer to all of this. I believe it is a spiritual endeavor that you and I do. I believe at the end of the day, it is the Holy Spirit at work in people's lives. But I want to partner well. I want to be in step with the Spirit, and I want to leverage every possible way to reach as many as possible. And I think that's why you're on here as well. I hope so. So I want to share just a little bit about some of the stuff that's happening in the social media world today, specifically in one area with you all. And then I want to dive into talking about a little bit of training up in the area of Google Analytics to understand what's just happening on your site. Now, there's three major areas that I believe when it comes to an overall digital strategy, three areas that you and I need to master, constantly be researching and really be testing and iterating in. Our ability to iterate is going to be very important because things don't stay the same. So just because something has worked doesn't mean it will continue. And the opposite is true as well. What has maybe not worked for you before, it might again with a slight tweak or a change. And so the three areas, well, you've probably heard of a person of peace. And so using those same three letters, there is a push, an observing, and a pull strategy. So push is putting content in front of people. They maybe weren't looking for it, but we're trying to put really good content in front of someone that will appeal to them, that will identify them, and help them begin that spiritual process. An advertisement or content is meant to be a hook. It's not meant to convert them. It's just meant to get them to pause, to click, to learn more, to watch more, to maybe send you a message. That's a push strategy, and that's things like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Now, a pull strategy are things like Google Ads or YouTube, places where people already have their intent. They're already searching. They're asking questions like how to or who is. It's those kind of areas then where we want to pull people from what's called a search engine result page, from those results from where they're already searching to your website or to your content there. But between both a push and a pull strategy, we need to constantly have an observation strategy as well. This is where Google Analytics comes into it. This is where having some sort of ability to see what is happening beyond your ads, beyond video metrics, what's actually happening on your website. How long are people staying on there? What pages are they going to? What things are they clicking on? What subjects are they searching for? All of these things are important Because they tell you more and more about the seekers that are coming to your website or to your content. And so an observation part, it plays into both a push and a pull strategy. So to pop, we need a push, we need to be observant, and we need to be getting that analytics, and we need a pull strategy as well. Now, when you're just getting started, probably the easier thing is to get started with a push strategy, putting some content, pushing it out there. And because it can generate interest, a pull strategy is one where you can't make people be searching for something but you're trying to get those who are searching so it can't necessarily generate interest as well as a push strategy does but i think we need to be using both of them and in certain countries one may do better than the other but regardless we need to be observing and seeing what's happening what's happening on our site where are people going and the tool that i have used for a long time is google analytics that's why we've started in this live video recordings of the podcast talking about Google Tag Manager, because using it can enable you to bring in lots of different pieces of software that help you analyze to observe what's going on. This is where things that like helping you see the heat maps on your site or setting up different types of events, all of those things are helping you observe and analyze what's going on. Well, there are... Tremendous benefits to Google Analytics, Google Tag Manager, Google Optimize. But there's also the challenges that Google's constantly changing. They are always updating, and Google Analytics is one of those. They've had for a long time what I refer to as GA3, so just your regular Google Analytics. They switched. They've introduced a new form of that, Google Analytics 4, which is a completely different system. And many times that there's a learning curve to those. And so I want to address some of those in this next couple of weeks together. Walk through it with you. You may have some questions. I've been already receiving some questions from listeners out there. So if you have some of those, make sure that you reach out to us and let us know. I'll try to address those. But one of the challenges with Google Analytics is what's happening in the legal realm of it. GDPR, which is the privacy restrictions meant to enhance privacy and security for the European Union, that has been in place now for a while. And it's been something I've been saying for quite a while is that GDPR itself could be something that people could weaponize against Christian outreach groups. So if a group, a website, a ministry team, a church, whatever it might be, is not GDPR compliant, there could be significant, significant financial um, penalties that come as a result of that. And ones that I, at least of the teams that I get to work with and even orgs, well, they probably couldn't afford what some of these penalties could look like. And so you have all sorts of just not necessarily inconsistencies, but uncertainties about What is this law? How does it apply? What should we be doing? Now, first and foremost, you need to do basic, standard, just good things on your website to be compliant, but you should probably do it regardless. Things like a pop-up, allowing people to opt in to seeing a pixel on their site, because that's how Google Analytics works. It's a small piece of code that is running on your website that goes back to Google's servers, which gives you the Google Analytics. Well, a pop-up explaining that. That's just, you need to have that, especially if you have anybody who will be traveling in or who are from the European Area, And so that's one. You need to have good policies and privacy policies on your website. This is not only just how you use data, but if you use tools like Disciple Tools for your discipleship CRM or anything else where you're collecting data you need to make sure that you're doing that. You also really need to be anonymizing a lot of stuff that is not important for what it is that you and I do. So IP addresses, different types of information like that, we don't need it. And that just puts us in a a tough situation when it comes to some of these laws. And so if you're keeping records digitally, or the software you're using is doing that, then you have to make sure that you are GDPR compliant. Now there's other laws in other places around the world, which is what really makes this difficult. California has laws, Virginia and the United States has some new laws that are coming into effect. You've got senators in the United States that are trying to introduce legislation that would pretty much obliterate the ad targeting in those kind of areas. You have different countries in the world like India, Nigeria, China. North Korea, even Egypt and others that are have different rules. Obviously, places where there's political unrest, like Miramar is another one, where there's just a lot of issues that are at play when we're using these social media metrics and channels. So the Austrian court here about a week ago said that Google Analytics goes against GDPR in the European Union. And there's also a court case with Facebook and how they're handling data that the results of that could come out literally any day now. We know these things are coming. The issues of privacy, the issues of data security, they're not going to go away. And so I'm waiting to see what these major companies do. Maybe they put a data center in the European Union. Maybe they change the software itself. Maybe there's going to be more than one version of it, but things are going to change, and that means that you and I are going to have to change. So for now, we keep pushing forward, doing what we can, but we need to make sure that we are staying observant to the changes that are happening and trying to follow the rules and laws the best that we can. All right. So as I hear things, I will be putting them out. I will be putting out tweets on our Twitter accounts and Facebook pages and groups and stuff. So uh, be reading, be looking yourself, and we'll just have to see what happens with some of these different tools when it comes to Europe. Now, with all that being said, Excuse me. With all that being said, we're gonna look at Google Analytics for the next couple weeks at least, because I still love it as software. Even with the challenges, even with some of the GDPR things that are happening, even with many other changes that are happening are out there, I think it's really important that we have data, that we are observing what's going on, and that we then are making tests that we're growth hacking, that we're observing what's going on and then iterating or making changes or or running some experiments in the content and the things that we're doing. So I'm going to dive in here for just a little bit and try to explain what is happening for those of you just listening to the podcast. If you are and you want to watch this video where the training is, you can always go to our KavanaughMedia.com website, click on there, and under podcast, you'll see the link, or you can go to our YouTube page and subscribe there. Okay, we're going to dive in now to Google Analytics and take a look at it to see what we can learn and we're just going to do an overview today of Google Analytics. I'm going to briefly touch on GA3, Google Analytics 3, and then spend most of my time on Google Analytics 4, because that's where everything is going. But even there, we're just going to look at a broad overview. Now, the data I'm using here is from a demo account that Google provides. And so, some of this stuff won't look the same. You're going to have some different things on there, but that's okay. So, just understand that, you know, some of this is going to look a little bit different for you, all right? So, let's take a peek here at Google Analytics 3. That's what you're looking at right here on this screen. And I just want to work across the screen here to Briefly describe to you if you're listening or if you're watching here what the home screen does. The home screen is going to give you a certain amount of information as far as just how many people, how many return people you could have, if you have goals or conversions set up, what is the rate of that, how many times people have been coming to your site, so just general information. You also have a little bit of information that's called Insights that Google Analytics 3 provides, but I think GA4 is is going to be one of the areas where it really shines forth. You can see how many active users are on your site. I love doing this when I'm running ads just to see how many people, how many people are on there getting exposure to the good news. You can see on the homepage as well where are people coming from, what channels are driving it. Are they coming from Google Ads or Facebook? What's that source of it? Are people being referred to your site from maybe another one? Uh, That's something I found out a while back, that on my own Kavanaugh Media podcast, there was a radio station that was putting our content on their Christian radio station website. And so I started to get referrals and traffic coming from that. You can see what country... What countries people are coming from, what time of day people are showing up, whether they're coming from a desktop or a mobile or maybe a tablet. You can see if their active users continue on, what pages are they visiting the most. You can see... The goals, if you set them up, which is something that I do as far as time on site, that's one of the goals that I set up to help me to see how well people are staying and and consuming that Christian content that we put on there. If you have Google Ads, you can see how they're doing. You can link your Google Ads to it. And then there's some e-commerce stuff that you'll probably never use. Now there's other reports on the left side of the screen. So you have real-time reports, reports about your audience, how you're getting your users on your site, what they're doing. This is where you can start to see events, and you can see site information. The site speed one, if you click on behavior, you'll see that one. That's an interesting area to just let you see how your site is actually performing. And then the conversions, not to Jesus, but to certain events that you have set up, different types of goals that you have. So for me, at least, this is where I've spent so much of my time is in Google Analytics 3. I know where to go. I've set up all types of goals on there. And then Google Analytics 4 came out. Well, it really changed and it's continuing to change And so this is a version of Google Analytics 4. And if you are watching the video or if you log in to your account and have Google Analytics 4, you're going to begin to see a lot of different information on there. Now, there's going really from the top right across, there's an Insights tab. And I would love for you to click on that, because the Insights can tell you a ton of information. So if you click on Insights, you can see things like how you're site is doing how many users have I had what pages what screens and as you click on those questions that are already there then answers show up and so it's just a great way to begin to understand what's actually happening on your site you can have demographic information user acquisition traffic analysis what technology are people using this has been interesting because in one country we had to look at the actual cell phones themselves to see could they play the videos that we were putting out on Facebook. Were people able to even watch them? What types of, of cell phones were they using? Were they using Facebook Lite? Or you know, just what are, were they using to that? And so that insights area, it's going to be in the top right area on your Google Analytics 4 will give you a lot of information that you can already have pre-built in questions to do that. You can share your Google Analytics reports with other people, and you can begin to compare and look at that data. There's a calendar view there, and so you can look yesterday, today, last 28 days, this quarter, last quarter, and you can compare that data to maybe a previous quarter. So you can notice large trends over time. Now the rest of the things on this Google Analytics 4 page is things that are going to tell you, such as where are people coming from, How many users? The same information as GA3 had, but there may be different graphical representations of it. And there is some different information on here as well. When you are looking across your screen from right to left at your Google Analytics 4, one of the things that you'll see is the average time remember this is the average so if you have a hundred people coming to your site and 95 of them click and then leave within two seconds that's going to pull down your average time on site so don't be concerned by that if your site only shows say 18 seconds or 45 seconds of time the more content you have the more videos and things for people to be on your site to be consuming and, and working through Hopefully, Lord willing, your engagement time, your average time, will go up. You can see what's happening as far as users per minute. And so that's one of the things I like, is where are people coming from, what countries. You can dial into that even more and really begin to look at it from even a a more granular level. By on many of these blocks of information on Google Analytics 4, there is a place where you can click and you can view let's say countries and you can click on that and then it will open up a new window where you can dive in even more specific so users real-time information country information acquisition traffic all of those you can dive in in a more granular level to it. So you can see how your users are trending, what days are people coming from, what pages. To me, this is a really important one. The pages one, which ones are getting the views, you should see that it's your landing pages on your website. But notice what other pages people tend to go to a lot. You may find that you have some articles or other pieces of content on your site that are like a unicorn. Like, they just are amazing. And people just keep coming to them, and they're organic such that you're not even driving ads to them, but people keep looking at them over and over and over. And I've seen several teams that have websites that have pages and information like that. A lot of times, it has something to do with the Bible itself and reading it, reading plans, is it true, is it corrupt, whatever, and it depends a lot on location and country. Now at the bottom of this page when you're looking in Google Analytics 4 on the reports snapshot, snapchat area, alright, that's this snapshot of everything that's going on you will see your events, your top events and this is where you can see page views, scrolling, If people are scrolling to the bottom of your page, this is where you can see your video information, how many people clicked to watch a video, how many people watched the whole video. You can also see on there how many clicks. So if you have a Bible link click to version, you can see there, so when people click on something that takes them to an external website, you can see that there as well. Your conversions, if you have them set up, So these could be going to a certain page, filling out a Contact Us form, clicking on a Bible download, time on site, all of these could be specific conversions. Those will show up on your site as well. And if you have any kind of e-commerce or Google Analytics, those things will show up on your site. Now, as Google has switched from GA3 to GA4, there continues to be changes in Google Analytics 4. They continue to add new things. And we're going to dive into some of these next week to start looking at what's different as if you've not used it before, what's going to be different in GA4 versus maybe what you've used in GA3. And if you've never used Google Analytics before, I want to show you the things that I use a lot to really help me observe and analyze what's happening on my evangelistic website. All right. And so that's what we're going to be looking at next week. We'll have interviews with different people here in the next couple weeks coming up as well. So lots of different things, but I really want to incorporate training into these podcasts as much as I can. Record this video, make these things available for you because it just seems like things are changing and they're changing fast. So I hope that this has been a a, a benefit for you today. I hope that if you've watched this, it's piqued your interest to get in there. If you are not using Google Analytics yet that you get analytics on your website, if you're concerned about some of these GDPR rules and some of these laws that are happening, there are other alternatives to Google Analytics out there. There're different levels of quality to them. A lot of the ones that I think are very good that I've looked at do have a cost to them, a monthly cost. But it's a really important part of your work. You want to know what's happening. So I hope that you will dive into it. You will explore. I hope you'll subscribe to our YouTube channel and to this podcast. If you're listening to the audio version, share it with other people. Let us know what questions you have. Uh, We can't be tech support for everybody, but we'd love to hear what you're facing. What issues are you seeing? What ideas that you've done so that we can share that broadly with the rest of the Christian evangelistic world that's out there. So whether you're a church, a mission, whatever you are, a, a, a mission team, I hope that these videos and the podcast itself is going to be a benefit to you. I want you to know that we pray for you. I pray for you all every day. May God find us faithful. Let's keep pushing forward. Let's keep testing. And until next time, take care and God bless. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Show. We hope it is a blessing to you and will bring much glory to God. For more information and training, go to KavanaughMedia.com.